Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to episode 63 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. And episode 63 must be a lucky number because your Washington football team is officially in the playoffs, as we predicted last week on this very podcast. Um, And the Baltimore Ravens also uh, punched their ticket to the dance. So we actually have a nice, fun NFL playoff preview with both local teams in the dance for the first time in a long time. Super Bowl. Yeah, baby. So Wings, Beers, and Tears coming at you from Montgomery County, Maryland. How are we doing, gentlemen? Jerry, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm just good. If, uh, if these fucking politicians would get off their ass and give me a vaccine, I'd go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> You'd be one of 26,500 people there, whatever, <laughs> right. whatever the 20% well, is going to be. I'll just vaccinate you at the door. <laughs> How you doing, Jeremy? Good. Good Can you get a vaccination when you get like a... Popeye's chicken sandwich or some shit like that. That, that would be, be a, that would be a wonderful. I mean, that's a win win for me. You goddamn right. Anywhere, I say we just have. You Don't know, get me fucking started on these damn politicians. Now what they're we, all worthless. Well, what we, started, what yeah. we need is like uh, right. what we need is like an ice cream truck, but it's a vaccination truck, and it just goes around every neighborhood playing music, and everybody just runs to the front door and opens, you know, rolls up their sleeve and says, "Give it to me." Do it at bars. If we could put. A vaccine and cookies and cream. I'd be the safest person ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I got cookies Good and cream call. ice cream sandwiches at home. Uh, in there. I heard, I heard vodka is a disinfectant. I, I drink enough vodka. I think I should be vaccinated by now. But if Miller Lite was a vaccine, <laughs> I'd be immune. Among yeah, other things, but yes. Oh man! Boat. So so let's just get right into it. So last week we we all three of us predicted uh, that Alex Smith would play, or we had hoped he would play, and based on that, our prediction was that Washington would win an ugly close game. And ding ding ding! That's exactly what happened. Now it was. Off the deep end, ugly. It was absolutely pathetic. They're in the playoffs. You know, water under the bridge. We move on, I guess. But fuck me, was that terrible. Um, I was convinced the entire time they were going to lose. But Welcome well, to my world. It, 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 <laughs> started, it started out well. It did. Um, they actually scored on their first drive. And obviously, the yeah, for the first time all year, which yep. we sort of predicted. Um, more like only last chance, so you know, why not say <laughs> it? was more like, yeah. well, they, well, well, they fucked up 15 yeah. times. Well, They're bound to get it right theory. sooner Definitely or later. Do theory. But anyway, um, you know, and then the defense played well, all that stuff. Don't know why Sims is still returning kicks or dropping returns or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Unbelievable. It doesn't really make any sense to me. But, um, hey, it, bottom line has got the W. And, of course, you know, the Giants fans and Joe Judge are whining like um, little things that I don't every, want to say. Every NFC East fan should whine because their team is awful, yeah. including yeah. Washington. You're six and ten, yeah. jackasses. Seriously, well, yeah, we're fucking six games. Shut up. Yeah, Washington's fucking seven and nine. They're, they're awful, but they're in the dance. And here yeah. they are. And what has this happened twice in history yeah. that, that a sub-500 team's gotten in? No, it's five times. Is it five? It's twice in the, the Rivera's coach of last two. Gotcha. And Seattle did it once. Yeah, and Seattle did it once. Um, but but there's but, the precedent there for a team getting in and winning. Right. So, uh, but uh, at the time, at through three quarters, Jalen Hurts had thrown for seventy yards. I know. And How can brought, you pull a guy if he's thrown for seventy whole yeah, yards? And he ran for two touchdowns, but he only ran for thirty-four yards. So. Um, it's not like he was lighting on fire, but I don't believe Doug Peterson wanted to win that game at all. Jerry, you, I'm going to give you a ton of credit because you you been, you said it all week last week. You were like, this game, Washington's going to win because Philly doesn't give a shit. And Doug Peterson did not give a shit. Nope. And, no, no. I mean, you, you, know. you don't want to win. It, it's, it's, it's a significant drop in terms of uh, you know capital, draft capital. But nonetheless, I think Washington would have won anyway. Um, uh, maybe it was just reason, it was awful. The reason they look terrible is because Alice Smith was terrible. Well, he's he's, he's literally on a leg. He's on one leg. I I don't think honestly, I don't think you can play him more than a quarter so, this week. So okay, so let's get right into it now. So, well, uh, so 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 his stats last week: twenty-two for thirty-two for one hundred and sixty-two yards, which is terrible. Um, two TDs, which is good. Two the, interceptions, which is bad. That that is bad. I, I must say the touchdown to Logan Thomas, I thought was a nice throw. That was a nice throw, a nice catch there at the end of the half. That was key. But when you come after him, he couldn't move. No, he couldn't move at all. Well, no, he was going down. Like yeah. he saw, he he felt the pressure yeah. and literally just crumbled. And he fumbled a snap yeah. that fortu- gratuitously or fortuitously went right back to him. Yeah, so, he, he found a way to, so, to I mean, pounce on that one. He's clearly injured. Yeah. 
Oh, without question. Um, well, and he, one and of it, the picks, you know, Thomas did fall down. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, wasn't too bad. But uh, they're talking today. Um, a little flip flopping or maybe flip flopping, which is probably a bunch of bullshit. Um, but he clearly has to play better um, than uh, than he did on, against the Eagles because the two picks really are what caused them to be able to score some points. Yes. Yep. Um, well, the Eagles had zero juice in their game no. offensively the entire time. Like you said, we set them up for Hertz to, to beat us on, you know, basically broken coverage, and he's an athletic quarterback, and that's been a, our Achilles heel with the Washington football team. If there's one thing that the defense has not accounted for well all season, it's been the mobile quarterback. Yeah, well, so now fast forward. Well, yeah, here they Tom are. Then on that right. Here they are now in the playoffs, and they get Tampa. And it probably couldn't be a better matchup if you want to just upset and win and win one game. I don't think they're going to. No, I think they're going to get boat raced. I, I think so, too. I think Brady's going to have one of those 350 and four touches. They, you put, know? It, they put it at prime time on Saturday so they could showcase Tom Brady. Oh, without question. Yeah, yeah and, and, and it's a good story it's with Washington time. because the, whole, the entire league is making fun of and laughing at the NFC East. Rightly so, <laughs> completely justified. But it makes for good TV. You know, you have the upstart seven and nine team who shouldn't be there against Tom Brady, and you know, um, I'm telling and, you, and though, the veteran side. I'm telling you, Tom Brady's awesome, right? And and you don't get sacks on him because he gets the ball out in three seconds, and he's yep. always accurate. And and they have good wide receivers, but um, they don't have a lot of impressive wins. Um, now they've been they've been playing better as of late, but they are a beatable eleven win team. I agree. With I'm that. just not. I mean, I'm just not sure with Alex Smith being so diminished now, that they can generate enough offense okay. to stay in the game. So I was trying to think of different scenarios that could realistically result in an upset win, and it's of it's very similar to what we have been you know, talking about the entire season with this team because their margin for error is so low. The defense obviously has to come up with turnovers and be great. It's been really, really good down the stretch. Are they good enough to do that against a Brady-led team? Who knows? They're going to need some breaks to go their way, a la Heineke is going to get some snaps. Mm -hmm. If if he can scramble a little bit and find a busted coverage and find a McLaurin down the field and get a 75-yard touchdown, now you're talking. Found points right now for Washington are the only way they're going to win. And can't give away anything. No. That's no. the scary part. I mean, I, I do think that Alex Smith will play about a quarter, and then he'll just be so, you know, he's just so beat up, and he can't push off. And it's right. And you know, Tampa's run defense is really good. Mm-hmm. And you know, Gibson's not at full strength. McLaurin's not a good strength. Their weapons are not a good strength. Right. And so it's just, I, I think the recipe for a win is you need some. Bounces to go your way. You need some fluke turnovers. You Absolutely. need to score on defense. You need a special teams play. Mm-hmm. Um, and y- you need to be able to sustain drives. Um, and and, I, and, I and that's going to be – I don't know. I don't think they can. Yeah. I don't think they can. But, <laughs> you know, you were talking about, uh, you know, getting, getting some bounces to go their way. Maybe this is a game where – you know, Tampa just goes out and implodes. And what if they have 12 penalties for 120 yards and every single drive ends up stalling because of a shitty chop, you know, chop block or something, you know, an intentional grounding where Brady usually just throws it away with ease while you got Young and Sweat coming at you and he just chucks it and, you know, we get lucky a few or times. You, yeah, or you do get to him a couple of times sure. too. Some kind of combination of all But again, that. It's, it, it, it's an uphill battle. It's one in which I don't think Washington will, will prevail. But it's cool that we're having this conversation. It's it's I'm really happy for Rivera because he seemed to be the one that's believed all along that the division's awful. We're as good as anybody in the division. Why wouldn't we be the representative? Absolutely, and it's it's I think it helps the team as a whole in terms of there's a lot of guys that probably have bought in completely. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, and this is validates that buy-in. Yeah. You know, so you go out and choke on you know last Sunday, and you're kind of like, well. Are we still the same thing? Did, right. Did we really accomplish anything? At least some guys are probably going to think that. Mm-hmm. Now they have validation. Maybe some guys are on the fence. Now they're along for the ride. You know, I, and the thing is, too, you know, about um, about Tampa is, you know, everybody's criticizing. It's like, wow, Washington, one win against a 500 or above team. Tampa, same way. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. So yeah, you're 100% right. Well, here's, here's what Tampa doesn't do. They can't run the ball. They can't, which, which is ironic because they have Jones and Fournette. Yeah, but they can't run the ball. Their offensive line doesn't run block very well, um, and so Washington has a clear and distinct advantage in their front seven. 
yeah. front, front four versus that line. Okay. And um, I don't really like Chase Young calling out Tom Brady, um, <laughs> but it's kind of funny. Yeah, I think I, it's I funny. Exactly the same way. But continue. I, bring me back to that point. Yeah, when, when but I'm uh, up. you know, I'm, I'm not really sure he has the the equity in the NFL to do that. But nonetheless, it's he's it's having kinda, fun. Yeah, he is having fun. But he needs to be a freak. Yeah. And sweat he needs, needs to be special. Yeah, and sweat needs to be a freak. And I'm talking strip sacks because one thing Tom Brady he's elusive, but he cannot run. He he's not el- he's elusive and kind of crafty like John Stockton, but he's <laughs> n- but he's not going to run for a lot of first downs. No, he's like Montana, especially towards the end of his career, where he just you couldn't sack him, but the, the guy was right. slow as dirt. Yep. And he you know? throws a lot of three step drops uh, and a lot of out of a lot of shotgun, but he gets the ball. Quickly, mm-hmm. if you can get consistent pressure with your front four and you don't have to blitz, that means you can drop seven and you can get in your zones where if he doesn't have a lot of time to throw the ball, then you can cover a lot of space. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, you stop the run on first down or you stop the pass on first down, you get him in long. And then, then now you're playing for if you're trading punts, that's good for Washington. Oh, absolutely. Well, a sloppy game is awesome for Washington. Yes, it um, is. And, and if you can do that enough and flip the field and get some field goals, um, you know. <laughs> X-Factor, Dustin yeah, Hopkins. <laughs> get, get some field goals. I mean, I, th- I think minimum the defense needs to force three turnovers. Hmm. That, that's my number. That's a lot of, that's a lot of hmm. turnovers, but I think at a minimum they need to have three turnovers. Okay. Well, if, if, they, we can, yeah, if we can get that sweat slash Kerrigan around the left side deflection you know, for a pick either to themselves or somebody else, that's another play I could see against Brady. So my key is um, stopping the run, mm-hmm. which is what they should be able to do because everybody stops. I mean, Tampa's running game is not good. Um, stop the run, create three turnovers, and uh, make field goals. Okay. That in and so obviously you not only have to win the turnover battle, you have to win it big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So it needs to be like three nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you, you need, I, need to be plus three. Yeah. I don't expect Washington to score more than two touchdowns. I just don't. Um so you need to you cannot have any mistakes when you play that way. Yep. Because you can't afford you don't have you don't have the Saints offense where you can make up for mistakes. And and, and you got to get off to a decent start. You can't get boat race twenty one nothing in the in this no, after the second that's quarter. That's over. It's over. Well, if that happens, I think he's coming in. They're going to need to chuck. They're going to need that mobility back yeah. there. So I don't have. I give the winning percentage to Washington at about twenty percent, mm-hmm. and the three keys are stop the run, uh, create at least three turnovers, and um, have no turnovers. Okay. Play field position. All right. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah, the recipe. Yeah. I mean, unless you can somehow be three three and outs all day or close, you know, to turnovers, but um, even then they're going to flip the field on you. So this game will be won on defense. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, Washington's only path to victory is from the defensive side of the ball. Again, they have to. They just have to be fortunate. This has to be one of those games in which the the numbers are the anomaly. Busted and coverage. Exactly right. Fluke. I'm telling down. you, man. Their max is going to be 20 or 23 points. Yeah, That's the max. I find it hard to believe that Tampa won't get to 31 somehow. Right. I'm with you. You, you know, I mean, I, I just do. But again, if Washington's only getting to 17 because of their offense, well, that leaves another 14 points on the board that you would need. That's where that defense comes into play. Right. Do we get... You know, shit, man. Maybe Tampa's frustrated at the end of the first half and they just try one of those really long field goals. What if we block and return it? Right. You know, I mean, those are the kinds of things that are going to have to go Washington's way if or, they want any yeah. chance. Or have one of those turnovers be after a long drive by them, like in the end zone or something like yep. that. You know, take that seven points or three points off the board. For yeah, them. have a guy like Cameron Curl get like a tip ball in the end zone yep. after one of those long um, uh, drives. But instead of just getting the ball, maybe yeah, he gets it and, and one guy slips and falls making the tackle and then he's got 90 yards of open yeah. grass ahead of him. I mean, those are the things we've seen happen to other teams and by other teams, you know. And you go back to the Dilford-led Ravens back, you know, yep. way back when. And I mean, that's basically the only success that, that Washington's going to have is to follow that model, you know. I'm don't, with you. Don't fuck up offensively, you know. Hey, try and try and hang in there. Have a few drives, like Jerry said. Even if they result in a punt in which you know Tressway's trying to pin him deep, well, you know that that's kind of a win. Three or four minutes time in possession. Yeah, with the defense you know, get some it, rest. exactly. Get two or three first downs. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, but we'll see. I, it's not going to be exciting. <laughs> it's certainly not going to be as exciting as many of the other games on the opening weekend that we'll talk about. But um, it, it is exciting as a local Washington fan to have both Washington and the Ravens represented. Well, well it kind of needs to be like last week's game. 
It needs to be trash. Mm. And we can yeah. win, we don't win trash. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, but I will say this. You know, I've been critical of Ron Rivera this year and some of the decisions, but, you know, taking a team that was an absolute shit show and making them oh, somewhat shit. somewhat <laughs> competent mm-hmm. um, faster than I thought they did would without any quarterback. I know. Right? Or a an offense that is – I mean, the offensive – Playmaking playmaking ability for this offense is probably the worst in the league in terms of explosiveness. Probably. Um, And so to do that and win seven games, albeit in a terrible division, uh, is speaks volumes. And right now, I'm sitting here like Washington's playing for great. I mean, this is gravy. Oh, this is absolutely house money right now. This is house money, man. I mean, they were absolutely in, not just like, well, if they got lucky. They were in four other games this year, too. Absolutely in four other games. Not going to play. They should have won them, Carr, but they were in four other games. They should have won that fucking Giants game. They they should have. They they, they certainly should have. But... It, like you said, Jerry, the fact it is remarkable that they uh, this coaching staff has made them competitive in a COVID fucked up weird year. With your coach roster. having cancer, exactly. With the worst I mean, quarterback you could possibly yeah. have. Yeah, I mean, just everything, uh, all, all those things thrown against them. Now, I will say that the defense is is better than I thought they were going to be by the, the end. Front, of these. The front seven is a top. Well, five do you know that seven. they finished statistically in in yards against per game and points per game? They finished second in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, fucking hey, Del Rio, cheers to you, man. Dude, that, that's, give, that's, that guy, give that guy an extension. That's tremendous work. But that's what we thought. I would see. I was hoping they'd be a top ten D. Right. They're not. They're top two in those in well, those metrics. And this isn't that, like yeah. this isn't like uh, third downs given up when you're ahead. <laughs> you know, this is fucking yards per game and points per game. Does that's pretty impressive. Show you how terribly coached they were oh. last year. That's what you kept saying, Jerry. Minuski was ter. I mean, oh. he didn't have Chase Young, but he was just. Yeah. Well, it's also it was the progression Awful. slash turnaround whatever because those first four or five games were rough because you played yeah. Cleveland you played Arizona that have some good offenses and we were turning the ball over left and right and mobile quarterbacks and mobile quarterbacks and Baltimore was in there too I guess yep so you you gave up they were nowhere near those numbers you know that at that point and they and they got all the way there and yes against poor opponents but they had the bad numbers against not all really of good them. opponents well, I mean Ben Roethlisberger can sling the ball dude the bottom line is this they still. Went on the road and beat the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, yep. they did. You know, and that was really the key. That that you know, so like like you were saying how you know, or Jeremy brought up the stat that Washington Hall, oh, oh, they only won one game against a, you know above five hundred team. Well, so did fucking Tampa. Yeah, they just so happened to play more. The only key <laughs> was is that Alex Smith was healthier, healthier than he was. He was. You know, and, and, and like you said, I mean, and he's he, never. He has not. I mean, he only he has. What five or six touchdowns, eight or nine interceptions? Yeah, it's not yeah. like he's you know lit the world on fire. No, but he he commands uh, a calming presence out That's there a, when yeah. he runs the you, offense. You, get, you, you have know? a belief, and it does go to show not to not to you know kick the guy in his grave, but it does go to show how inept Haskins was. Oh, yeah. He couldn't just, even run yeah. a sub like a well, zero plane well, offense. No. He was running in the negative yeah. all the well, time. Is, their numbers aren't really that much different, but look what what you can even with the same type of production. Right. How much you can, more you can produce if you don't fuck up also. Yep. Right. You know? yep. Yeah, you're right. Uh, 100%. And if you just have belief. Mm-hmm. If Alex, the, the problem with Alex Smith is if you give him time and there's an open receiver, he will get the ball from A to B. Right. He just can't do it if there's no time because he can't move. Right. Dwayne Haskins, if he can't get the ball to A to B, even if he has time. Yeah. <laughs> that's you know? a good point. I mean, that's, that's, that's the a good point. Oh, I wanted to, before we uh, do our, our predictions for Washington Tampa, I wanted to get back to what you were saying about Chase Young. I Obviously, it's not wise when you're a rookie on a seven-win team that just got into the playoffs to call out the greatest quarterback of all time. But it is kind of funny because Young doesn't give a fuck, no. number one. He has that brash you know, youthful confidence that we haven't really had from an impactful player in Washington in a long time, and he can actually back it up. Um, but he needs to go on ball now. Oh, yeah. You know, um, he he just needs to be a savage. And he needs to have a Doc Walker game where he's a tarantula. <laughs> but I but I th- I think by doing that, is, as stupid as it seems on his face, I think he is basically saying he's motivated himself. This is on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is my time. Did you hear Rivera's take on it? It was brilliant. He goes, yeah, it's probably going to be bulletin board material. Yes, part of me cringed. And part of he me goes, smiled. And he goes, but I also smiled. He goes, because you know what? He goes, he loves to play football. And he said, if you went, hey, we win this game, now you get to go and play against Tom Brady. He goes, he's like, he's like a kid on Christmas Eve. He can't wait to go out there and play. And he goes, 
that's what I want on my team. Right. And he, he made a great comment. He goes, I want guys that love to play football in the trenches. I don't want guys that love to be football players. <laughs> right. I, I, what a great yeah. fucking comment. You he, know? Didn't say, he didn't say, oh, I'm going to kick your ass, Tom. He said, Tom, I'm coming for you, bro. That's right. Because yeah. he wants to play him. That's right. it. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's I, go. You got to have swagger, man. Because yeah, if you dude, go down, you go down anyway. Absolutely, yeah. dude. If you're not, if you're playing defensive end, I mean, talk about a violent position in a violent game. If you don't have that kind of swag, you shouldn't be fucking playing. Exactly. You know, um, he just happens to be a little bit more brash and a little bit more out there. I think that's fine. I think yeah. that the, you know, this organization's been so void of um, success in the in the past, you know, the recent past at least. That I love to see a guy like this just go out there and go fuck it. You know, and, and block me. The last person in the world that is going to benefit from bulletin board <laughs> material is Brady. Brady yeah. doesn't I mean, give two shits. He's probably like this. Cheers, kid. Glad you made it. Yeah, okay. He's probably like, who the fuck is Jason Young? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, uh, receivers, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what Chase ended up with. He ended up with 32 tackles, seven and a half sacks, four first forced fumbles, which I think is his It's the strength. And plus, I don't know how many fumble recoveries, but that dude was... Did he take one of the house this year, yeah. too? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he... Um, Let's see how many we missed a few games, right? Yeah, he had two and a half games. So he had 44 total tackles, 32 solo, seven and a half sacks, four uh, forced fumbles, uh, three fumble returns uh, for for 57 um, uh, yards, and four pass defenders, which I guess is just knockdowns. Yeah, Yeah, knockdowns. Um, So San Fran scored against the most, and Mm -hmm. he's chipped and doubled. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so he opens up See, that's just it. it. Exactly it right. It allows Sweat to get his numbers. And it allows those interior sweat, dogs yeah. to do what they're doing, too. I mean, Payne and Allen probably have oh, their best years. Absolutely. Um, and some of that's still real, but a lot of that's young. Sure. Now, when you can, when you have the threat on the outside, they've got playmakers now. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they make plays or not in a big game, because they haven't been at the professional level in a big game before, that's we'll see what happens Saturday night. Yep. But until then, it's a fun conversation to have. And they at least have talent on that side of the ball. So and, and uh, that's so that's Montez fun. on the other side had forty five tackles, nine sacks, two forced fumbles. Yep. Um, I mean seven and a half on one, nine on the other. That next year they could be the next manly and man. Yep. Yeah. I mean no, no, you're looking at you're, you're honestly looking at two edge rushers that are going to be double digit sack sack totals. Next so year. before Each. we get before we get to the predictions, I will just say this: you sell the farm to get a quarterback. Yeah. If, well, well, if yeah. this team, as constructed, and add another wide receiver, right? <laughs> but, but, that, that part you can get in the draft, hopefully. But, but if this team, as construction, has Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, um, Phillip Rivers, yeah, as old and ancient as he is, um, they're going to win 10 or 11 games with nothing changing. It's just you can get a you can get a quarterback that can actually deliver the ball to people and and move around. I I, I am with you a hundred percent. I hope they can make something work. I have a feeling we're going into the twenty one twenty two season with Kyle Allen as the starting quarterback. I have I, a, that's just what my gut tells me. You know what I have a feeling? I have a feeling we're going in with uh, uh, the kid from uh, Philly. Wentz. Wentz. You think Wentz is going to get out and come over? Uh, I think. I, well, I mean, he's obviously not going back to Philly. He's basically yeah. said that. I, I don't think we're going in with Kyle Allen because Cam will be available. And Cam, they're talking about Cam being a backup. And Ron Rivera believes in Cam Newton more than anybody else, including the three of us sitting at this table. I think Ron Rivera thinks I can make Cam Newton work in my offense. And it's not being the explosive 44 touchdown uh, pass well, Cam Newton. When you compare him to Alex, <laughs> I mean, it's mean, yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah, right. But I think what he thinks, if I can get him in my offense, I can I can make him throw 18 touchdowns and nine interceptions hmm. and run my offense competently, and he can move a little bit. Yeah. Now, do I think Cam Newton's any good? No. But you think but Ron I really think believes, Ron thinks yeah. I can get it from him. Right. Well, I've said it before. I'm a Cam guy. And you can but, get him on the cheap. Yeah. But I don't think he's got it left, but – if I trust anybody about trusting him, it's obviously Rivera. Yeah. If he yeah, brings yeah, yeah. him in, I'm happy with it. Let's put it that way. I think you're, I mean, uh, you know, Sheehan had something uh, <laughs> on, on this, On you know, what would you trade for Matt Stafford? He was like, they said. Did he have you, like an 18-page matrix on <laughs> it? He said, he said he would not trade 
a second and a fifth for Matt Stafford. And I said, you're absolutely fucking crazy. I would in a heartbeat. I Maybe I'm an idiot, but I would, I, I would do that in a heartbeat. I would rather they don't give up the first is the big thing. I would if give up the get, first. Yeah. I would give up a first for Matt Stafford. The only, the only Actually, quarterback out there, and this is a pipe dream, that I would give up a first for would be Deshaun Watson. But, well, yeah, but, but that's, Deshaun, that yeah. ain't happening. There's no, no way. They're, they're, they're not letting him go. Well, he's a free agent. I thought I don't Deshaun think so. was a free agent. No, or I I, think so. no I'm thinking about Dak. I'm no. sorry. No, no. Dak is. Yeah, Dak is. But, but, That's uh, an option, too. But you know, uh, I think he'll resign with Dallas, and that'll be the best thing yeah. for Washington, even though Dak Prescott's good, and he ain't $50 million good. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Jerry even came out and said he's, he's got like, the leverage. Yeah, he's got it, you know. So, <laughs> so I do not think uh, that next year's quarterback is on the roster right now. I, well, think, yeah. I, I hope you're right. I, I, don't know that, I, do, I don't know that this coaching staff thinks the same way. I do also think that Alex Smith will retire. I, I think so, too. I think that's Please, one. God. Please, well, God, retire. Well, gonna, I they, love you. I love you, Smith. Because, the, you know, he's owed $44 million on the next two in, in Dude, the cap. I, I, was, I was so nervous watching that game, not necessarily to win or lose. I didn't want to see him fucking break his leg again. I don't want to see him get Dude, injured again, man. It, it's painful to watch, man. I mean, he literally, he drops back, takes three or four steps. If there's not a clear lane for him to step up and throw, he falls. Yeah. Well, I think whatever, Which is probably the safest thing to do. And whatever he did, the strain his calf, don't know if it's related to the other injury or not. It's got to be. I mean, I just think, yeah, this, this is a cumulative effect, if nothing yeah, else. absolutely. And I think all of that, though, will lend to his decision to walk away at the end of the year, which just, it just helps with the clarity of things. You yeah. Know? It, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It, and you're walking away from money, but if you don't have a lot of guaranteed money, maybe they could... They got to be able to do something financially, but that would free up so fucking much. Well, oh, okay, exactly. If they cut him after June first, the, the dead cap money is only like six or seven yeah, million. It's yeah, like that's nothing. what I was thinking. If you if you paid him this year and never next year, that. it's it's not that. I mean, yeah. a, a lot of his guarantees are he well, made, already been paid. He got paid it, his yeah, guarantees. Three years worth, yeah. yeah. So now yeah. it's more of incentive stuff. So they they're not going to keep him either way. Right. I just think he's going to retire. But either way, I think they are going to make a move for a quarterback. All right, so before we get to that, do they even have any chance at winning this weekend? Let's go I ahead and do predictions. 31-13 Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I am thinking uh, 27-17 Buccaneers. I am going to go 34-17 Buccaneers. All right. Um, yeah. And with Jerry's, though, three turnover deal and we make zero mistakes, that, that could end up being like a, a, a 20-17 it could be Washington win. I mean, I wanted we to could be, also. I want to be raining. I wanted to be yeah. shitty. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be raining because it's here. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be cold. I think it's gonna be you know thirties because it's a night game. Maybe even down into well, the twenties. Not used to that, except for all the times he played in New England. Yeah, yeah. No, Tom, I mean, Tom terrific. But but Tom is not what Tom was. No, I mean, he's I not. I don't mean to disrespect. I don't want to be di- you know. No, but he's still going him. to be uber uh, prepared. He's, oh, he's not. He's he, not going to get yeah. flustered. And if there's play, plays there to be made, he's going to make them. I mean, obviously, I'd love to have him as my quarterback this week. But yeah. Um, all right. So here are the games. Other than we'll get to the Ravens here in a second. But here are the games and the times. The Saints um, play the Bears on Sunday at four. Are the Saints going to have any running backs? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Seattle plays the Rams at four on Saturday. And um, is golf going to play? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeesh. Washington plays Tampa 8, 8, 8 p.m. on Saturday. So the Saturday games are, it starts off with Buffalo and Indianapolis, which I think Buffalo is going to roll. I think it's going to be a good game. At one. Then you got Seattle and the Rams at 440. Boring. Then you get the Washington and Tampa at eight. Boring. On Sunday, <laughs> you get the Titans at the Ravens. That's going to be one o'clock. That's a good. That's going to be a great, great game. game. Great game. game of the yeah, game of the weekend for sure. Then you get the Saints at the Bears on four forty, <laughs> and then Snooze the Steelers fest. and the Browns, which the Browns now have a bunch of COVID Jesus cases Christ. and they don't even have a head coach. It's it's going to be a disaster. I feel bad for Cleveland. First time in the playoffs in eighteen years, and it's a COVID year. <laughs> and uh, it sucks, man. Well, you know, I, I don't want to be critical because I don't know what the – I mean, first of all, what these guys have gone through all year, I can't even imagine. But how, as the head coach, are you going out and getting COVID right now? What are you doing? I, I, I don't know. I mean – I mean, you can get COVID by just, like, picking up something now, someone other you – know, you, you don't have to be out there partying, yeah. like, at a strip club. No, that's like, a, that's a week two thing. You think you put yourself in a, almost a literal bubble right now. I, I just don't yeah. – well, and, and we will see now. Let's hope 
that the number of cases stays very low for Cleveland and other teams. But Jerry's been saying this all along. He says, if you can get to the playoffs with a legitimate schedule under the belt for all the teams, which they've done now, and he goes, and if you – you said this weeks ago. You said, if you can get to a playoff format and you don't do a bubble, you said you're fucking rolling the dice on the whole season. And you were right. You know? Right. You know? bit arrogant from the NFL not to do some sort of even quasi-bubble. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if they have any thoughts about doing it for like the last four teams or something like that. You know, put you know, a little auxiliary plan in case things get worse or whatever. Um, well, I mean, you know, the fear is that he's just the first of many. Exactly right, which is why you shut down all the team facilities. Yep. You just start, you know, testing, 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 and see see how they go. All right, so let's let's move our sights to the Ravens. So, boy, you couldn't have been more right, Jerry. That game wasn't even competitive on Sunday. No, well, you, you, you said since he didn't even want to play, they didn't. Yeah, and, I mean, and they, you they were one hundred percent right. And it was, it, it, you know, we were. Holly listens uh, to the Ravens, and she likes listening to the radio call. Yeah, so we yeah. synced that up with uh, the TV. Oh, good old Jerry Sandusky. Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> and he basically said um, – The good one. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> the most unfortunate name in all of the world right now. It's like your name is Adolf Hitler. Um, I'm going to change my name. He's the one who sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Nami, Nahim, and Najat. Okay. The, uh, Michael Bolton. The uh, – but Holly, you know, he has this phrase, when the game is over, we'll put the hay in the barn or something yep. like that. Yeah, yeah. He said that in the third quarter. <laughs> he said, we're going to put the hay in the barn. And Holly's like, why is he saying that? And I said, because it's 31 to 3. And they have like 80 yards total. I mean, they, yeah, they, it, was, it, was, it was a bloodbath. Well, hey, man, it, it, again, we, I think I said this. It was a blessing in disguise when you look back at it, when they had the, that two-week period of a ton of COVID mm-hmm. positives, Upheaval with the schedule. They pretty much single-handedly fucked so many other teams in the <laughs> NFL, but they made it through, and as a result, they were healthier down the stretch than a lot of other teams. And you you had a game or two less of wear and tear on Lamar. Yep. You had all that stuff got put behind them. He looks like he's healthy, and he's clicking, and he looks good. The only hiccup for them that I can foresee is the fact that it's their Achilles heel that they're playing. You know, yep. Tennessee is a nightmare of a matchup yeah. for them. So is this going to be the classic, you know, no, we can't beat that team and they just lose? Or, you know, have the losses prepared them a little better to, to handle the situation? I would hope Where it's the we? latter, right? Yeah. I mean, Harbaugh's a good coach. It's a good coaching staff. These guys have been there, done that now. They're no more like, oh, Lamar's young and he's inexperienced. This will be three years in a row now in, in, in the playoffs. So, I think this scares me is Tannehill's on fire. I mean, like – you guys are a top five quarterback. We're close to it. And then Henry, as always, gets stronger and stronger as the season See, goes. See, to me, it's it's the chicken or the egg, obviously. But I think Tannehill's uh, numbers are directly related to how much Henry scares Absolutely. defenses. Yeah. I mean, that guy is a he's a he's a he's a wrecking ball. But he did it, he did it again last week. Right? Yeah, well, absolutely. So here are my thoughts. Um, <laughs> What they are playing the team that has been there, the the style of football, the team itself, and the style is is their Achilles. They they pound the ball. Yep. Uh, but this is why you signed Calais Campbell. Mm-hmm. This is why you signed Wolf. Absolutely. Is for games like this, um, and just like you know, um, the Bulls had to beat the Celtics mm-hmm. and had to beat. Boston or had to be Detroit. That yep. was there, right? And Detroit yep. had to beat Boston. Mm-hmm. You always have a team that that you need to get, and the Caps had to beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yep, right? that's cool. exactly what I was thinking. So this is what I told. In order to get where you want to go, you have to defeat your 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 enemy, mm-hmm. and they right they are the they own them coaching wise, player wise. They're tougher. They just they they pound on them. Who's that? Tennessee's Tennessee tougher? is oh, tougher. Oh, t- Tennessee's tough as shit. They're man. tougher and yeah. they're smarter, and that's how they have been. This is the challenge. If you want to go far in the playoffs, you got to get through your nemesis. And so this is how karma set it up. Um, I will say that Tennessee's defense is not what it was the past couple of years. I agree with that. So, um, but you know, when you play a team, even if you're not as good, you're just used to beating them. Um, there's no matter what you throw at them, they know Lamar. They're not afraid of Lamar. No, they're not. And so they know how to defend him. So, but so I think the Ravens are a better team. I think they have, uh, if if all of their people are playing, I think they have more talent on the field. Um, I am not a believer in Tannehill. 
I, I, I know the stats prove me wrong, but I think if you can stop the running game and you make him beat you, mm-hmm. your chances are pretty good. But in all honesty, it comes down to Lamar. If Lamar has, uh, I mean, the last, I think, two playoff games he's played in, he's had three turnovers. Mm-hmm. If he has three turnovers, they're going to lose. Yeah. If he plays well, they're going to win. And he doesn't turn the ball over. They need to get off to a good start. They need to be willing to grind because that's the kind of game it's going to be. And what last year, I think what happened was they just expected to win. They expected their offense to at some point, you know, kick in and do their thing a little bit like what Kansas City did. Kansas City would get down, wait for their offense to kick in, and then it was like, oh, see you later. Baltimore was waiting for that next gear, and it just never came against Tennessee. I think this year they're going to be prepared for it, and my hope is that Harbaugh this year outcoaches Vrabel because I think Vrabel outcoached him last year in the playoff game. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I think that sort of the Ravens' offense is built on running a lot of plays, moving the ball, but you have to you can do the same similar concepts. I think you got to slow it down. Yeah, keep I, the ball out of Henry's hands. I completely agree Just with you. Do that simple. I mean, be I willing to play a grinded out game. Time possession. Yep. That's well, it. this is what I like. You know. I always say this about like teams like West Virginia. When Oklahoma comes in, they are so hell-bent. The players are so hell-bent to prove they're not going to back down from them and be pussies that they're stupid. And they start <laughs> right. They start jawing pregame. They make it personal. Oklahoma jaws back and laughs at them because this is just another game to them. Sure. And then you know you get a bunch of penalties and you start, you start being undisciplined because you've made it personal and you're trying to show them you're not tough, but you're a fucking idiot and you lose the game that way, right? Mm-hmm. The Ravens... They have to treat it as – they can't put they, – they can't make it – I mean, you you got to be tough, but you can't be stupid. You can't go in there jawing and making it like a fist fight uh, because you're just – you're going to be undisciplined and you're yeah. going to cause yourself to lose. They, ha- they have to take on the challenge, but they have to do it in a way where they say, I'm tougher. Mm-hmm. I don't need to prove it. I just know I am, and I'm better. And they got to play fundamentally sound. They need to play a professional football yeah, game. Yeah, just be know? fundamental because yes. the last play, you know, the last couple playoff games, they've they've shit the bed. They've right. shit all over themselves. I know. You know? And that's what I mean. I think they're anticipating now what the pressure of the game feels like. And and, and it could be 3 nothing in the first quarter and it's third and two and you don't pick up the first down. It's okay. Yep. Did you flip the field? Do you have the position? Can you get your defense back out there? Last year, I think they were frustrated by those scenarios. They need to embrace them, and I think that's what you're saying. Right. So, embrace the professionalism. That hey, this is a this is a game in the trenches. Let's fucking go. You right. Know? I mean, every I, single play. I think they have to they have to rush. The key for them is if they have more rushing yards than the Titans, without any and less turnovers, they will win the game. I mean, if they out if they outrush Tennessee, I think they win the game. Well, but I just should, don't think that's going to happen. They, I, they, I think they will. I mean, they have they have a they have they have three backs they can roll out. Their offensive line should be able to be able to make get some push, and they have Lamar. Yeah, I mean Lamar and Dobbins are the difference makers. Yeah, I mean right I, now. I don't think well, they're. Go- I don't think any individual is going to outrush Derrick Henry, but collectively, well, it's the same point. If you keep the ball out of his hands by running the ball and not letting him run the ball, right? You know, so yeah, that could be the same metric. More yards rushing should do they it. They don't have. I mean, they should have internal pressure. I mean, this is a big pressure win for them. They need to be able to prove to themselves they can beat a team like this. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, I agree. But. Nationally, they don't have pressure. No one's really talking about the Ravens. I mean, they're talking about a team that, that team's dangerous, but it's not like they're thirteen and three, the clear favorite, and they got everybody. See, watching. and this is why I think this sets up if they can get over this hurdle with Tennessee. And Jerry, you brought it up. Caps Penguins is an analogy. It's a perfect one. Yes, it's only the first round. If you get through this hurdle, so many different things are off your back at that point, yeah. and they, I think, go in poised to really be a dangerous team because they're not on everybody's radar. Right. Everybody's talking about Casey. Everybody's talking about the upstart Bills. Everybody's talking about the dominance of Derrick Henry. Every, you know, everybody's talking about Seattle out in the NFC, uh, You know, talking about Aaron Rodgers and his un- unbelievable video game-like numbers. Nobody's talking about Lamar. Perfect. Great. Absolutely. Because you know what? Lamar could put in two or three games worth of his MVP level performance, and they could find themselves in the AFC championship game in a few weeks. Um, and that's what I'm hoping for, that's man. That's what I'm hoping for. I mean, you know? yeah. So, I, all right, prediction time. Give me, all right. Give me a Todd. All right. So, prediction time. I'm going to go. I think Baltimore exercises the demons, and I think it's a fairly high-scoring affair for this game. I'm going to go Baltimore 35, Tennessee 31, and it's going to be like an instant classic. What do you got, Jeremy? That would be an awesome game to watch. Let's put it that way. 
I th- I'm, I want Baltimore to win this game. So I'm going to look my heart here more. I think they're going to need to slow it down a little bit, you know, possess the ball. I think it's going to have to be like a 27-21, 30-21 win for Baltimore. That's okay. where I'm going. Okay. I like the Ravens 34-20 to 20, um, because the Titans defense, they have the worst pass rush in the league. They don't get to the quarterback. Um, and they're 24th in scoring defense. So. Hmm. Um, and wow, they, they have fallen off a, yeah. a, a, a so, bit this year. So, Interesting. So, no. And their um, their defensive coordinator, who was previously with Baltimore, he retired. So okay. they have a new defensive coordinator. Not that, that not that this new guy's not smart, but he may not have the the experience that this other guy Right. Has. So for that reason, I think the Ravens are going to score. I think they're going to jump out to a lead. Tennessee will, bat, uh, will battle back a little bit, but I think they're going to win 34-20. Okay. All right. So it's all in. So – we're all in on Baltimore. Let's Why, go. Watch the Ravens score 13 points. <laughs> I really hope that's not the case. I, I, um, if this is the this is the year they can do it, and I think the, it, I, I think so too. Know. They're flying under the radar. Just it's set up well for them. They found a way to get into the playoffs. They had their adversity earlier on in the year, and they were embarrassed. I think so. So hey, look, if Lamar, I'll tell you this, if Lamar Jackson has a third consecutive poor playoff, then he's a regular season quarterback. Yeah. And it, yeah. that's that's his knock. Unfortunately, and it's fair. I mean, unfortunately, that's that's the way it's going to go, right? I mean, you got to you got to show up when it's when it's the big lights. So, yeah. all right, let's pre- let's predict the other teams. All right, let's go the, through. The other so, games. let me get it. Let me get them <clears throat> up again. So, if I remember correctly, the 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 first Saturday game is actually one of the more exciting games. It's Buffalo at Indy, or Buffalo and Indy. Um, Not entirely sure why that's exciting. Uh, because Buffalo was on fire, puts up a shit yeah, but, ton of points, yeah. and I think Indy's super well coached. There, I think that they. Well, you uh, just say that because fucking Frank Frank's there. Oh, is that who's there? Oh, oh I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. God, he's the greatest. All right, um, no, so yeah. <laughs> first game, Buffalo, uh, Indy at Buffalo. Uh, Jeremy, what do you got? I think Buffalo takes it like a, a 27-21. Uh Yeah, I think Buffalo thirty-one twenty-one. And uh, real quick, shout out to Stephon Diggs. You know, he led oh, the yeah. NFL in yeah. catches and what a, yards. What a fucking great trade for them. What a What's fucking baller he is. How does a is. league take him in the fifth round and Dwayne Haskins in the first round? <laughs> how, how does the, as a league how does that happen? Uh, it's bizarre. I'll I'll just say this. That's the type of trade they gave up a first for to get him, but they knew he was impact, and look what he did. It's mm-hmm. nobody's going back saying I can't believe he gave up a first. Right, right, right. That's when it works. Nobody's fucking talks AKA, about it. Yep. Or let's look at that, Washington. Okay, um, I'm going to say Buffalo, thirty-one, um, Indianapolis seventeen. Okay, all right. So we're all in a in, in a similar realm. We think yeah, relatively close game. Buffalo gets it done. All right. Second game is. Seattle Rams and probably no Jared Goff. I don't care. How about that's my snooze fest. I'm gonna go. I'll go first here. I'm gonna go Seattle uh, 26 Rams 10, and it's gonna be awful. I'm, I'm gonna probably t- gonna take a nap during I'm that game. I'm gonna take the Rams 20 to 17 with their, Ooh. De- with their defense. Ooh. Scotty McVay d- dialing up some. Uh, uh. Who's <laughs> Scotty McVay? Sean. Sean McVay. Um, Sean, Sean's brother. I thought, you were talking Sean's about brother. The, I thought you were talking about the quarterback at Maryland that transferred from West Virginia, and he won like nine straight games over. Oh, uh, Scott McBride? Yeah. Greatest quarterback in the uh, Greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> Sean, high school football rules. <laughs> Wearing his white uh, shoes. I'm thinking like 19-10 Seattle. 19-10. Right, so yeah, it's going to be terrible. I got the Rams on that one. All right. <clears throat> the, ne- the next game is Saturday night. Who's playing? Oh, yeah, we already picked that. Yeah, we <laughs> all right, we already picked the Ravens. Um, let's go... The 440 game on Sunday are the Bears at the Saints. Shit. I guess I think it's another shit game. Um, I say Saints 38, Bears 17. Yeah, I'm gonna go closer. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 28, 24 Saints. Yeah, 27, 17 Saints. Okay. It's a who cares game. I don't yeah, give a shit care. about Less either of those teams. Probably in Seattle. All right, the Sunday night game. Uh, <laughs> Browns at the Steelers. Man, this one's a wild card, isn't it? Um, with with all the distractions and stuff, I have to think Pittsburgh gets it done. They're just the veteran team. Uh, they don't have all the bullshit hanging over their head. I'm going to go Pittsburgh 24, Browns 13. I'm going to go Browns 20, Pittsburgh 17. God, I hope you're right. I'm going to lean that. You know, they actually, you know, they dealt with the receiver thing last week, right? Everybody was out. I think they're back this week. So I'm thinking that, you know, 
they got a week to figure this out. They can deal without the coaches. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go 27-24 Cleveland. Okay. Okay. Um, Again, I, I would love that. I got a little bit of a chub uh, last <laughs> week. Because of Nick. Yeah, because Rob uh, Nikonovich or somebody, I got on. he's somebody affiliated with Cleveland. He said if Baker Mayfield doesn't win this game, the Browns will cut him. And I was like, shit, could you imagine Baker Mayfield in Washington? <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, it's like my favorite player. <laughs> That would bring me back to the fold. <laughs> get me divorced, but that would bring me back to the fold. Um, yeah. They would be crazy. That, that would be nuts. That would be nuts. All right, so week one of the NFL playoffs will be in the books this time next week. We will see how smart or how just dreadful we are at predicting. Um, so before we turn our attention to some uh, local Terps uh, basketball talk, let's uh, real quick um, kind of preview or you know recap the uh, – uh, the final four in college football, and look ahead to the final game just real quick. Well, um, my prediction was one and one. I said that Alabama here. would smoke um, Notre Dame, and they did because yep. Notre Dame fucking sucked, and and they were outclassed. And it was like, uh, might as well put Hampton Sydney in there. Uh, give a shout out to my Tigers. Yeah, um, I think I prefer that. <laughs> no, I mean it was it was it was over before it started. It is awful. Um, God, I hate Notre Dame. We hardly knew you. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the. The night game was surprising. It was uh, I, I thought it would be competitive, uh, but um, I thought Clemson would would distance themselves in the second half. And man, it uh, it looked like uh, my boy Justin Fields pulled a uh, pulled at Emmett Smith. He, he over exaggerated his injury and then came back and threw like nine. Remember how Emmett Smith used to do that all he'd the go, time? He'd go down yep. with a shoulder injury, and John Madden would talk about how he's done, and Emmett would come back in and run for hundred yards. He's a man, you know. And they, they would show him tape, you know, like wrapping his shoulder, and he's wincing. And, and I was you know, like, yeah. that's so. I, I don't doubt that that hit hurt. Justin Fields. Yeah, he basically broke him in half. Yes. Yeah. I don't doubt that he was in some pain. I suspect it ended about 10 minutes later when yeah. it wore off, but he still kept talking about making those, you know. Right. It's like the... Yeah, uh, grimacing and, you know. So, yeah. hats off to, to Ohio State. I mean, they... they hey, man, they were prepared. They and, were prepared. They, I, I maybe, I don't think it has anything to do with motivation, but Dabo Sweeney was fucking arrogant and he was disrespecting yep. them. And I'm telling you, Justin Fields made so much money for himself. He did. Because he outplayed uh, the diva. And, uh, uh, you know, hats off to him, man. I mean, Ohio State, it, it, nothing was given to him. They whipped that ass. They, dude, they, they, they dominated yeah. that game. They, they yeah. beat Clemson's ass. They and, did. I, I did not think the Clemson lines could be dominated the way that Ohio State yeah. dictated the tempo of that game. You know, they yeah. did all the little shit right. Ohio State did. You know, and, and Fields was on, and <clears throat> he was. They kept hitting those. They had more. They, they had more weapons than I thought they did. Ohio yeah. State. They're athletic as shit. Yeah, Jesus. Well, they, Sermon just. I mean. Oh, oh Jesus, Jesus Christ! God, that guy. I mean, that guy. He's came fucking from, Trey good. Sermon came from Oklahoma, but yeah. I don't remember yeah. him being that good. Me neither, man. God damn, is that guy good? And he looks like he's forty. <laughs> He, much, sh- he might be. He uh, looked like Ed Reed. <laughs> like yeah, seriously. Seriously. Yeah, that's the old bushy beard. And- I'll tell you, that safety from Ohio State's nasty too, man. That guy hits hard and he was everywhere. So that no, that was that, that, that was that was fun to watch. Um uh, but like you said, you know, fuck off Notre Dame. Uh they're just they're so outclassed when you compare them to the other three teams in the top four. But as you said, Jerry, who else do you put in? Notre Dame was the fourth team this year. They you yeah. know they um, got it right because I mean you know what, what, what else you're gonna do? Yeah, they but, got it right. But Notre Dame's terrible. They proved they were terrible. I'm happy for Ohio State because I thought they absolutely deserved to be there. You shouldn't be penalized because your conference is stupid or teams you're supposed to play are stupid. Yeah, agreed. And they obviously absolutely showed they deserve to be there. Uh, they did. So I, they I did. Just good on them. Yeah, I thought they deserved to be there. I thought they deserved to be there anyway, but I mean, not everybody yeah. did. Well, maybe it was just Dabo, but who knows. So, you know, uh, the national title game is going to be Alabama and Ohio State. Um, I, te- I, I tend to think Alabama will be too. better prepared than Clemson was. Now, you know, <laughs> Alabama's offense is a fucking machine. And they might both get teams waddle, are. They might get waddle back. And they might get waddle back. <laughs> um, but, but both teams' offense are amazing. But, but Alabama, I mean, Justin Fields can have weeks where he's not that great. Right. You know, I mean, he 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 has had weeks this year that he just doesn't look that great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he can put back to back spectacular weeks together. Yeah, I guess we'll find um, out. So I'm predicting Alabama by 14. I'll say, you know, 38 
to whatever minus 14 is. <laughs> 38 24. She's going 38 24. All right. I'm going to go a little bit higher, but I'm going to have a similar spread. I'm going to go 49 38. It might be. I, I, I just, I, I, I think you might see five total punts the entire game. And that's, you know, that's barring like zero turnovers. You know, in lieu of punts, we might see a turnover here or there on downs or something like that. But I, just, I, I don't think there's going to be much in terms of, uh, you know, uh, tit for tat. I think it's going to be score, 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 score. I think there you know? will be a bit. It'll be exciting. I think so, too. I sort of hate football like that. That's why I hate the Big 12. Uh, I like I, I like a lot of stops. I, I like defense. But um, I do think that both offenses uh, have the potential to light it up. And they're buzzing, man. What do you think, Jeremy? 45-41 Alabama. Ooh. I hope you're right because that, that, that and that's, a, that's an exciting game. Hell yeah! I, I mean, games like that's exciting for fans. I, I don't mm. particularly like it, but it's exciting. I'm saying, think that that um, what was it Alabama, Florida, SEC championship game. Think, that's right. Think that game. Yep. But, but I'm thinking that Justin Fields, in terms of the draft, has. I mean, you know, he, uh, on the big stage, he put it together. He did. And uh, that's the, what the kid from BYU has not done. Hey, man, timing's everything, right? Especially when you're a prospect and it's, you're, you're rolling the dice. I mean, Jay just said it. Haskins went in the first round. Fucking Stefan Diggs goes in the fifth round. Getting a draft pick to, to blossom is not a science. And it's it's You've you got to get lucky Justin sometimes. Justin Fields is listed as 6'3". He doesn't look 6'3". He doesn't look 6'3 to me, but that's what he's listed at. Well, he showed his toughness in that game. Oh, you yeah, know? He, like I said, he, I, to, I told everybody I was watching with, uh, he made money. He did. He absolutely well, he, did. He locked in top two. I think he'd been potentially slipping. They was, like the, you know, the, but, the 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 buzz is that uh, BYU quarterback. They love him. Yeah, blah, but, blah 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 blah. But he's playing Navy. Yeah. And, right. and once you get to right. the, the combine, I think Fields' athleticism and arm strength is just gonna it's gonna shoot him back up there. You know, along with his performance. You know. Mm -hmm. Now again, you know, if he lays an egg, if he if he pulls a uh, a true like where Trask did in that bowl game, that was brutal actually. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I mean, yeah. he plays like Honestly, I hate on Monday, guys that you know. opt out. Me too. But if you're Kyle Trash and your entire, yeah. entire, I mean, you get credit for sticking it in there and playing when uh, Jeremy, you know, Jerry and Todd are your fucking three <laughs> wideouts, right? Sure. That's what's left. Sure. So you get credit for that as being a tough dude, but goddamn. Doesn't if look great. If there's ever a time to opt out, it's that time because then you end up throwing four picks. I completely agree. And all right. So, all right. So we got about five minutes left. Um, and. Before we get, I know you want to talk about the Terps. I, I, don't, I don't really want to, but, you know. Chara, tell me about there that. There we go, Jeremy, man. tell me why they did it. Doesn't make any sense to me. To tell me, me it's extremely, it doesn't really make a lot of sense in, in terms of why Chara, why now, almost why would he want to come here. But it's very simple. You need at least two or three more bodies than you would ever usually need. And I'm talking about your regular rotation. Yeah. than any previous season with all the back-to-backs and three and fours. So you need eight or nine defensemen yep. and, th and 14, 15 forwards. Yep. I don't know, obviously, I have a taxi squad this year, which I don't completely understand. i got to look into that. But you need bodies. Yep. You need capable players. You can't rely on your usual ninth and tenth guy to play a one or two games because that ninth, and ninth or tenth defenseman, or at least the seventh, sorry, so the seventh or eighth will play what, 15 games? At least. And you have to have able bodies, capable bodies to do that. Bingo. So not only are they going to need to go 9, 10 deep in terms of impactful defensemen, but like you said, it's not just going to be filling in a game here or there. It's going to be a rotation type right. thing. Absolutely. And as much as I love like the young defenseman in the organization, like a Ryan Johansson type thing, you know, I don't want him being the ninth guy. I'd much rather have Charles well, be the ninth guy. And you can't have, okay, well, we're going to play our eighth and ninth guy tonight because we're sitting some other guys. So Carlson and, and uh, you know Dylan have to play 30 minutes. That doesn't work. No. So no. You, you've got to be able to have somebody capable of playing that 15 to 18. Completely agree. And also Z's got, I mean, he, he's probably going to play the entire penalty kill, every penalty kill when yep. he's playing. Well, that, that's his... That's he's the best penalty killer of all time, right? Because of his length, pretty, pretty much, much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's amazing on that. So I, I understand that. Where do you? What are the lines? Because the lines in so, the first so practice what, were Carlson, Orloff, Dylan Schultz. Uh, I mean, obviously Chara was not there. Uh, Siegs and Jensen. I think it's Chara with uh, with Jensen is going to be that third pair. And then you move Siegs down, and who do you take out? Ramsveen, uh, TV, yeah, Ram Trevor. Trevor. He's he's an extra. He's an I mean, he'll be part of that rotation. Right. He's not top six. See, what we normally talk about is going in with six and then having a seventh or whatever. We're literally talking about having eight yeah, and then yeah, having yeah, a ninth. Exactly. Because you're because you're playing so many physical games. Well, you're playing so many back-to-back -back games. Right. You're playing more like little mini-series than, than, than a traditional schedule. So, so the, the signing was not a, 
we're one player away. Oh, no. It's more of we need as many good players as we can get. Yeah. And we, it didn't we, hurt that it's, you know, hey, you had a great veteran presence in the locker room and Lundquist, he's gone. You replace that role a little bit with Chara, who's just as much of a veteran and a leader, you know. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with Jeremy on that one. Um, and, and next week we'll do our Caps preview because I think okay. by then we'll really know Again, you're going to have four lines, but he's going to carry a fifth line on the roster. Because you know? when Jeremy yeah. texted us and all he said, of course, you know, Jeremy's a master texter. He just says one word, Chara. I thought Chara died. There was a question mark there. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, was, did he die? Did he have COVID? I don't understand. And then I was, the question mark should have indicated something, but maybe not. <laughs> He thought you were trying to send an emoji with like your ancient phone or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know. I, I, I thought didn't I was even, actually in like <laughs> It didn't even cross my mind that the Caps would be in the running for that because last I heard, he was working with Boston to resign. Well, I mean, again, each team has <clears throat> kind of a different approach because it is it is going to be another unique, you know, season, a unique year. So, so we'll do our Caps preview next week. I'm definitely getting excited about it. It's good to see the the videos and some of the daily, you know, updates coming from uh, Arlington and and uh, you know, hockey's in the air. It's gonna well, be fun. There should be some words that were uh, you know, should be music to your ears, but Lavalin wants to play fast, dude. So. That's what they that you know. I, that's what I've said all along. He goes, it's a very straight line approach. We want to be fast. We want to be in your face. Thank God. Laviolette just looks constipated all the time. He looks pissed off. Yeah, he's just always just yeah. scrunched that's, up. That's like him. he's like yeah. he's like he's perfect. Got, yeah. It's like great. He's constipated. It's great. I don't know. We lose like four out of our first five. Jerry's going to be oh, like, I'm like give, me Reardon back. give me Reardon back. <laughs> Where's the baker? Yeah, <laughs> All right. So, unfortunately, let, let, let's just do a very quick uh, recap here with the Terps because last we talked, we talked about how much trouble they were in, and then they turn around and beat number six, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. Then they felt like they, a fucking asshole. Then they came home, which was a must-needed win, obviously. Then they came home and lost to Michigan. Um, Meat chicken. And then turned around and just gave away a game on the road last night in Indiana. And Morcel got hurt against Michigan. He's only out for about another week to 10 days. But in that time period, you still have Iowa. You still got some other big dogs. I think Ohio State in there. Bottom line is this. I was afraid before that Wisconsin game that we weren't going to get to 500. That Wisconsin game was definitely a move in the right direction. As they sit right now, though, they're 6-5. and five. They're one and four in the Big Ten. I don't think they're going to win more than twelve or thirteen games all season. I looked at their schedule. Well, probably not. I mean, that's disheartening. Thirteen would put them at five hundred. I think, wouldn't it? I think so. I think, so. I, I think they have twenty six. Right. But but Jay, I I, I, I don't want to sit here and be a, a Debbie Downer, but they they might finish the, the season with ten wins. It's possible. Well, I mean, if if you play like last night, I mean, that's the thing, you know, is same as sort of against the, in the first half against Purdue and some other games they've had. You know, the way they've been playing, you didn't expect that Wisconsin performance. Frankly, I didn't expect the first half performance yesterday. You know, I didn't expect – well, the, part of that was Indiana, but – Well, yeah, true. But I, mean, um, I didn't mean, expect the first half performance against Michigan. Gotcha. Yeah. Putting up 40-some points against a legit team who's got just tons of big bodies down low. We played a great yeah. first half. Well, so it shows they can do it, but they've also showed what they can do in a bad way many oh, yeah. times this season. Oh, yeah. Um, so it just depends on what you're going to get. You know, Turge has a lot of his typical comments. You know, he's like, what do you say? It's kind of, like of a fight between me and this team. And it's like, I mean, I appreciate the honesty, and I know it's probably true, but, like, you know, I feel like we hear that every year. It's like, uh, it's come, the, let's the, go, the, let's go, let's go. This is going to be a tough one, man. This is going to be a tough one. Maryland's team, I think, is going to be a team that has some unexpected victories, but at the end of the day, they're going to be the team that plays spoiler a lot. I completely agree. Which is where it's abhorrent that Maryland basketball is ever playing spoiler in any conference at any year. I agree with you, man. You know, so I'm 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 a bit disheartened by them. Yeah, if I'm being honest. Um, so I, you know, I'm with you, Todd. I, I think they're going to probably fin- end up with a losing record, and mm-hmm. they'll have an occasional victory that may yep. be uh, surprising, but then Absolutely. they'll have a lot of games like, God, how did we look that bad? That's going to be like the majority of it. Yeah. I mean, scoring 55 points last night on the road is pretty bad, um, but giving up 42 in the second half to a team that's really not that great in Indiana, yeah. that's... that's. Yeah. I mean, they're fine, but they're no, they're definitely no better than Maryland. No, you know. no. Well, apparently. Well, yeah. <laughs> apparently eight points better. Um, um, oh, well. So I didn't want to spend a ton of time on Maryland, but I will say this. I'm a pre- pretty positive uh, local sports guy. I'm a, I'm a terp through and through. This is, this is going to be a tough one to swallow this season. 
I think we're all becoming to the realization. As good as they looked at Wisconsin, I was like, oh, snap, here we go. And then yeah. against Michigan, they couldn't close it. And then Indiana, yeah. they sort of just wiltered. Yep. They got like, crushed on the boards. Well, again, one and four in conference, and we've had a bunch of winnable games. That's not a good sign because, mm-hmm. you know. And now they got to play that big uh, oh, I was Frankenstein. Gonna, I was going to destroy us. The going to put up 35 unless yeah. they used kill him. Hack a Hack a Luca. Hack a Luca. All right. So anything else for the week, gents? No. Hey, uh, politicians, get off your fucking ass and get us vaccines. Seriously, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my job, man. We're wearing... Both, both sides of the aisle. You're letting us down. You're goddamn right. We're wearing our masks. We're, we're being... Uh, Muted in our activities. Let's fucking go. Give me the fucking vaccine. I'll go up to Damascus High School and get a line going. <laughs> just stand up at Chipotle. Get your get your food and here's a shot. Give you a bullhorn. Here's, yeah, here's, here's your bowl. Here's your shot. Here's your bowl. Here's your shot. <laughs> I'm I'm in. Uh, all right. Well, till next week, wings, beers, and tears, and uh, we will be reporting on week one of the NFL and see how the local teams did and see what the landscape looks like there. And then uh, you know we'll see uh, how many how many more games the Terps have dropped, <laughs> and uh, we'll get a good look at the uh, you know the true Caps lines going into opening night. I think a big Caps preview is is in order. Oh, absolutely. See if we can get Dave well, on for that. I, I will. I, okay. I, I texted him. He's going to be a douche. <laughs> oh, he's going to be negative. I can tell you that. He's, he's not. He, he thinks the Caps are in the middle of a rebuild. They just don't know it. Yeah, he might be right. Yeah, that 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 slippery yeah. slope is is yeah. potentially there. It would be good to get him on, but if he's overly negative, I will give him shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wings, beers, and tears. Peace, y'all. Later. See you.